It's that time of year again when we start looking back at the year that was. And in 2019, I fell in love with a lot of new music, and I'm not going to be talking about all of it. But as is the tradition on this show, I'm going to talk about my top 10 tracks that I listened to last year, and why I think you might or might not want to check them out. I'm really excited for this list because... Last year, it kind of made sense that the most popular pop tunes were in the very top, and this year, not so much. And that surprises me. But there will be some familiar tunes for most of you on this list. And, well, let's talk about my top tracks. My top ten this year on Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And today we're talking about music because I want to figure out ways to do that on the podcast more because I'm not allowed to play it, so it's hard to talk about. But we're going to be talking about my top 10 tracks that came out last year. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's done that. So this is not an arbitrary list. A lot of people, when they put together their top tens, they sit down and they think about it and they pick 10 tracks out of a basket and put them in an arbitrary order. This is not that. I have created a smart playlist for tracks that came out in 2019 and I have it set to rank them by number of times I listened to them. Now in some ways this is unfair because it allows tracks that are older to get more plays. And in other ways, it's very fair because it allows tracks that, you know, I listened to a crazy amount recently, rise like a rocket to the top. So I want to start with a few honorary mentions that don't make the top 10. And it's more the albums in question. The first one, and this kind of amazes me, because the number 14, 15, and 16 track on my top 10 are all from Ludwig Göransson's Mandalorian soundtrack. I love the music for The Mandalorian. It's very good to write to. I have used it quite a bit for that. I have had it on in the background while I'm doing other things. I've had it on my uh, rotation playlist because I just enjoy the music. So... I feel like it should get a special shout out because, yeah, I've really enjoyed it a lot. A couple other honorable mentions that I just want to get out there, mainly because none of them made it in, and I'm surprised about that. Nothing from the Vogue Villains EP Happy made it into the top 10, but if you've not checked this band out, they are 
wonderfully, wonderfully subversive and dark, and I love them so much, and this was such a good album. I'm surprised none of them made it into the top 10. They are in the top 20, but not in the top 10. I feel like they deserve a shout-out, because it was so, so good. And last but not least is Trivium's cover of Kill the Poor, the Dead Kennedys track. If you're not familiar with this track, and you probably are not into punk music, it's definitely a punk track. It's in the vein of uh, Jonathan Swift, that the poor should feed their children to the rich as a way of solving the problem with poverty and hunger. It, it yeah, it's a nice subversive track that... I've often enjoyed Jello singing it, and I have to say, Matt Heafy does a good job, and so does the rest of the boys in their cover of it. And, well, anything that brings attention to the Dead Kennedys is something that makes me happy, because uh, we, way too often I ask myself the question, what would Jello do? So, let's start with my number 10. This would be Rabbit Hole by Aviva, and I wish I could play this track. If you're not listening to Aviva, you really need to be listening to Aviva. She has put out some of the best singles this year. They're amazing. They're wonderful. I love her music. It is dark, but you danceable. And it's it's pop, but not saccharine. It, it, it's a wonderful mix. It's the best of both worlds. If you are not familiar with Aviva... A-V-I-V-A, look her up, check out her stuff, check out everything. I truly love her music. This track is one that I fell in love with, and it's hard to really explain why I love it. Yes, it's the kind of Alice in Wonderland themes of it, but it's also how her voice works with the music and just the song itself. Definitely check it out if you haven't heard of her or heard this track. It, it's definitely worth a listen. My number nine is a surprise for me. And it's one that I didn't expect because I was not a big fan of My Chemical Romance, though I am planning on doing a reappraisal of their music because this year I've kind of fallen in love with the music of Gerard Way who was their lead singer, and I guess is, because they're getting back together to do a new album. His cover of Hazy Shade of Winter, which was featured in the Netflix series. Um, uh, Dang it, my brain said The Misfits, and that is not right. Umbrella Academy, which was, of course, based on a series of comics written by Gerard Way. I, I love this cover. I am a huge fan of covers. This track, I really like how it updated the song, how it made it work. I, I've listened to this a lot. And, I mean, if you're not familiar with Hazy Shade of Winter, I, I recommend that you go back and listen to the original and the one version by The Bangles, which is probably, at least for my generation, the one that's most remembered. But, uh, such a good track. And it's one of those special songs that came out last year that made me question why I didn't like his earlier work to the point where I I have plans to go back and re-listen to his catalog and see if I was just being snotty about it. 
and that that's powerful to me. Number eight is, and this should be no surprise, a song by Ghost. This is from the EP Seven Inches of Satanic Panic, and not the only track from that EP on this list. This is Mary on a Cross. This song is dark, it is sacrilegious, it is definitely part of that whole satanic panic shtick that the band has built its entire career on. I get this song stuck in my head way too often. I am not one of those people who gets offended easily, even though I am actually quite Catholic by nature and actually quite a bit of a Marianist. Um, I, 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 I don't get offended. I think that everything in the universe has a sense of humor. Everything important has a sense of humor. This track is really funny. If you can get past the uh, nature of the track, and I think that's true for most ghost songs, if you can uh, get into the whole satanic, the satanic panic shtick of the band, they are humorous and entertaining, and the whole expanded universe of the story and the plot and everything that's going on around Papa Emeritus the and uh, Cardinal Copia, and it, it's, it's amazing. I love them a little too much. At number seven is And So I Burn by Puppy from their album, The Goat. Puppy actually released two albums this year, The Goat and um, I believe the second, the other one was just called Three. Both very good albums. The Goat is one of those albums that there are actually three tracks from it on this list that I'm going to be talking about today. And So I Burn is one of those songs that really helped pick me up and help me get through this year. I've had a lot of ups, I've had a lot of downs, and for some reason, Puppy is one of my go-to bands to just give me the energy to move forward. And So I Burn is one of those tracks that really, really powers me up. And number six, and honestly, I thought this was going to be number one, because like almost everyone in this country, I listen to the song way too much. But it's only at number six on the list. And that's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus by Lil Nas X. I, I don't know what to say about this track that hasn't been said before. It's fun. It's silly. I enjoyed it like so many people. I love the idea of country trap. I've actually done an entire episode earlier this year on this track, debating whether or not it is country and what genre actually means. But yeah, I thought this would be higher just because, you know, pop music usually does tend higher. But of the tracks that are on here, I it, well, there's a couple others that make sense. But it being the big hit that it was, I thought it would be higher on my list. Nice for what, if I remember correctly, was the number one track last year for me, which just kind of made me go, yeah, it's that song. But I, and I'm going to say this just because I think it's funny because I don't think it's true for anyone. But if you haven't listened to Old Town Road, definitely check it out. It is a trip. And here we are at number five. Number five is my girl, and I am so glad to see her blowing up. You all know I have been a fan of hers for quite some time. 
I'm still kind of hurt that Let Em Say isn't on her essentials list on Apple Music because to me that is quintessential Lizzo, like that should be on there. And there's some others that we could talk about, like YDM, but we're not here to debate Lizzo's back catalog. She's blown up this year, and Cuz I Love You was such a good album. Here we have, coming in at number five, Juice by Lizzo. And I don't think this song needs a lot of explanation. It's a feel-good song. This is why Lizzo is huge right now. Everything is dark. The world is dark and full of terrors, if I can keep quoting that wonderful line from Game of Thrones. And we need something to pick us up and make us feel good. And Lizzo is that artist right now. She is making some of the best music to get a, get us going. And Juice, mm, there are times when I feel myself and I kind of go back and forth between a couple of different Lizzo tracks, but they came out in previous years. This is definitely the one that came out in 2019 that just, you know... You just kind of put on and let yourself love for a bit because it's so easy to hate on ourselves. At number four, World Stands Still by Puppy, again from the album The Goat. I've already talked about my love of Puppy. They are a dark band. They are a sinister band. Their new album, I think, goes a little bit more into stoner psychedelia which I'm not opposed to. I liked quite a few tracks off of three. But The Goat, so far for me, is their best album. World Stands Still, again, one of those tracks that when you're kind of feeling low, when you're kind of needing a boost, and you'll notice that with a lot of my most listened to tracks, that they're the songs that I listen to as a pick-me-up, because with my warped psyche, they help with that. And this is one of those tracks that, I don't know, it help, It clears my mind. Like, I, I don't know what it is about their music, but there's something about Puppy, especially this album and this track and one that we'll talk about later, that it just lets me let go. It's cathartic, and a good cathartic track is always something that you should have in your back pocket. You should always have some music that you can just put on and just let it all out. And this is one of those tracks that I warn people if I have company and it comes on because there will be singing. I will be singing along to this track, and I apologize because I do not have a good singing voice. So you might want to just tune out for a little bit or sing along with me because it's happening whether I want it to or not. Great track. Wonderful song. Number three, Tempo featuring Missy Elliott by Lizzo. Again, what can I say? This is, this is a song that is like why I love Lizzo. This is a song for me. Like it, it's not literally for me. I don't know her like that. But it's one of those songs that you listen to and you feel like the words are like the words that need to come out your own mouth. And as a bigger person who loves to dance, who loves to just get down and get into it, this song is an anthem for people like me who, mm, 
because I can't move all of this to one of those. I'm a big, mm, I need tempo. And I do, honey. I love this track. I love to dance to it. This has been one of my uh, let's make coffee songs lately when you're trying to get boosted up and just put it on. Do a little dance while you're waiting for the coffee to get ready. Then pour the coffee and do a little dance back to the seat and get some work done. Because if there's anything that I've learned about my life this year, it's all about getting stuff done. Yeah, I need to get better at that whole work-life balance thing I hear about. But, I don't know. I think it's a myth. I don't know. We'll see. But, I I don't know what to say, especially about like the Lizzo tracks, because she's blown up so much this year. But if you haven't heard Tempo, or if you haven't seen the video, because oh, Missy Elliott, like, don't get me wrong, love Lizzo. But the Missy Elliott, mm, 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 it just, am I too old to say it's fire? I feel like I'm too old to say it's fire, but I'm going to say it. It's fire. Definitely give it a check if you haven't already. Number two, and mm, this one is one that I have shared with way too many people and turned way too many people onto this band using both this song and its music video this year. And that's Kiss the Go-Goat by Ghost from Seven Inches of Satanic Panic, Prequel. Uh, it's, again, I don't like doing hierarchies. I don't like ranking things, but I love Meliora. There are, there are a lot of songs and albums that I love from Ghost, so I don't want this to sound like what it's going to sound like because I don't really have favorites in that way, but uh, Prequel was such a good album it really wake woke me up and helped me fall back in love with music again helped me fall back in love with everything that made music fun and this this song cracks me up so much the continuation of the story getting more about Papa Emeritus Zero and his backstory and uh, it it's so 70s cheesy goodness that I just I really can't I can't I just can't it's so good but you know you have to get over the you know the band being who the band is but for me like I said not an issue doesn't bother me but if you're one of those people that it would just give this song a try or pro memoria but you, you got to be okay with songs about death for that one. But Kiss the Go-Goat is so funny and so good. And definitely check out the video if you haven't already. There, there's just something about, you know, dark evil skeleton man and everything going on. And just, just check it out. Truly, truly check it out. And number one, my number one track this year for 2019... Not even close, by the way, to the other tracks, is Black Hole by Puppy. I love this track. I love this track. I love this track. This was the first song I ever heard from them. I had on one of my algorithmic radio stations, and it played this track, and I flipped out, fell head over heels in love with it, checked out the album, checked out their back catalog, fell in love with the band. This is the song that 
won me over to this band. And the video is funny and dark and hilarious. And anytime you can mix those things together, you've got me. Like that is the recipe to get to my heart. And man, did they do it with this track. Definitely if you haven't checked out The Goat by Puppy, check it out if you want something a little bit mellower and uh, less uh, dark. Check out number three by them, which also came out this year. They are a great, great band. And that's my top 10 tracks of uh, 2019. I'd love to know what yours are. Let me know. You can either use the voice message system that you'll find a link to down in the show notes and leave me a message. Do keep it short and clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media and you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram as CE Dorset. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. Man, if, if you haven't already and you like this episode, please take a moment and rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. That does help out a lot. If you've got a dollar, you can pass my way. That helps out more than you know. Um, you can find a link in the show notes to both the listener support and my Patreon. Just a dollar a month really does go a long way to help keep everything that I'm doing going. Thanks to you, I was able to get the new audio software. Previously, you helped me get this microphone that I'm talking to you on. Thank you so much. You, you all mean the world to me. And thank you to everybody who's already helping. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. But if you know somebody that you think would like this podcast or any of the work I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Well, here we are starting to talk about some of the best things of the year. I don't know if I'm going to do a best and worst anything. If you want to hear that, let me know on Twitter or Instagram or one of the social media channels. That would help out a lot because I I don't really like doing bests and I don't like doing, I really don't like doing worsts. So we'll see until next time. Don't forget to have the fun. Bye.